listening to the what? We don't want to wait podcast. Coming off a very uh, high energy introduction by Miss Joey Potter. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Joey. Gosh, I feel like the the mom from Goonies. Thank you, Mister Willie. All right, so good start. What do we got? <laughs> <sighs> okay, uh, I'm Stephanie. Uh, now I'm Robin. <laughs> and we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait because it's bedtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Luckily, there's you know there's 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 some bulk to like maybe an episode or two, but there's some very f- fillery. Uh, yes, going on here. The first episode is what? <laughs> I have no idea. Forward every time, I think that you know. <laughs> I do not like, know. Oh my gosh, she's going to tell the episode title. No, I'm not. All right, this one's called Four Scary Stories. Four Scary Stories. Um, then there's you sure for destruction. No, the other Guns N' Roses al- uh, album title. Oh, oh, Appetite for Destruction. Okay. <laughs> then something wild. Something wild. Okay. And arrangements. Sleeping arrangements. Yes. Oh yeah. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yes, the first episode. Yeah. Inconsequential. There are no stakes. There's nothing to discuss. But there is. There's so much to discuss. No. <laughs> what? Are you saying that since this is a very, our very first episode without James Vanderbeek that you don't want to talk about this? Are you saying that you're such a Dawson's Creek purist that you're like, no Dawson, no discussy? Wait, why was Dawson not in this episode? He just wasn't. He was away on his uh, film festival uh, journey. Or was he? I have trivia about this episode that's amazing. And we will talk about it after we get done talking about this episode. All right. <laughs> so uh, we have a bit of a framework here, right? We have Joey, Pacey, Jack hanging out at Graham's house. They just watched a scary movie, and now they just decide to just talk about things that scare them. They, you know, Jack and Pacey try, you know, scare the heck out of Joey, and then they decide to share stories. So, really quick, we'll just go through the stories. First one's Joey goes to a library on Halloween. And uh, and uh, is saved by a very creepy guy that she was originally scared of. So, um, do, Audrey was funny. She was. Did you like her costume? Yeah, she was Carrie. <laughs> but but without the pig's gro- blood, gross. <laughs> uh, Can I say I love Busy Phil? Like, I, yeah, Busy Phillips never. I was like, okay, it's Busy Phillips. Like, yeah. I love Audrey. <laughs> Like, the second I think that she's obnoxious on this show is the second that I'm, like, back in love with her again. Yeah. much like how I felt during Freaks and Geeks. I was like, I hate this character. But then I'm like, no, actually, she's really, really, like, charming as hell. Mm -hmm. Fun to watch. So, um, yeah. So, (laughs) I love the fact that Joey uh, takes the vampire rules and says no one studies on Halloween night. (laughs) (laughs) Much like vampires think think it's uh, kind of stupid to go out on Halloween night to do their vampire activities. That's a Buffy reference. Um, So, we have this one guy who looks like Norman Bates, and he's eating a bunch of nuts. Because he could be nuts. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, uh, he's actually played by Steve Coulter. I just wanted to mention him because if you watch The Walking Dead, he is uh, the guy that played Reg. Yeah, Reg. Don't, don't remember. Reg. 
Good old Reg. He was the he was the husband of the senator that gets uh, gets killed accidentally. Uh wait, what? Huh? Yeah, Reg. The husband, the husband of the staffer. The senator. Was she a senator or a representative or something? The girl in charge of the Alexandria. Lady uh, I should say lady. Anyway, that's Reg. Uh, um, yeah, it turns out that he's a cop and the librarian's a rapist, right? And we get this amazing, um, I cannot believe you don't want to talk about this episode, Steph, because we find out, we, we see this amazing scene where this librarian tries to attack Joey and she messes him up. She like, she starts with the roundhouse kick. And then just beats his ass. Yeah, but it's not real. It's just a story. It doesn't actually happen. Are you saying that she made that up? Yeah. Because the best line ever is at the end of that ass beating, she says, well, I guess that kickboxing class paid off. <laughs> oh, that random kickboxing class you took recently, Joe. Uh, also, definitely wanted to mention that the librarian is dressed exactly like uh, Mrs. Voorhees from the original <laughs> Friday the 13th, which is funny because it's a fella and Mrs. Voorhees is a lady. Anyway, if you thought it was okay. weird that he's wearing some sort of odd, big, puffy, sweat, white sweater, that's the reason why. Okay. Jack tells a story about uh, meeting a ghost. What did you think about this? Wait a minute. Jack tells a story about meeting a ghost. He met a ghost. You know, it's funny that you talk about this episode like these stories never happened. Because after seeing this story, I was like, okay, so Dawson's Creek is straight up now saying that there are ghosts in this in Dawson's Creek universe. He he, D- Jack. He he opens up this closet. Uh, there's a there was a student there that. Um, uh, it's a gay guy who was locked in, literally locked in the closet, and uh, it turns out to be somebody that killed himself, perhaps. You don't remember this? They were in the basement of the fraternity house. Yeah. And they're, like, playing pool or something, mm-hmm. and they get, like, a, a, a yearbook out from when one of them's dad was in that fraternity. Right, right. And they say that guy killed himself or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they, they say the story is because his girlfriend cheated on him. But as it turns out, this guy um, uh, killed himself because he was being hazed because he was gay. Okay. Yeah. It's not true. He just made it up. They were just trying to up Joey. And then Grams came in and like, mic drop, said, mine's the scariest. All right, all right, whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't get that one yet. We still have to talk about Pacey. These stories happened, Steph. No, they did not. These are things that happened. Pacey gets chased down by a car, and it turns out that the car didn't even have a driver. That happened, Steph. No, it didn't. <laughs> I love that, the, like, as Pacey's starting to talk about uh, this story, he mentions Karen, and Karen is in this story. But it's weird, because in the last episode, Karen left. So, she, Pace, Joey's like, who's Karen? And he's like, you really want to have that conversation right now? <laughs> uh, it was only because Karen was fresh on his mind. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to put her in the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So you're saying that Pacey did not get like bumped off the road and then went to a diner and the diner's sign actually flickered so the N and the R went away and it just said die. <laughs> and that he went in and made this gigantic fuss that like he's like, which one of you un- inbred freaks smashed my car? <laughs> Uh, and that when um, he plays chicken uh, with this car, and it goes off the road, or they they hit they go off the road, they hit a ditch, they get out. Karen grabs a bat. They go to the car to mess this guy up, and nobody's in it. That's that never happened. Nope, never happened. <sighs> this is really frustrating me because these are things that I wanted to be actually correct in the Dawson's Creek universe. No, there's like no character development. These. These stories don't... It doesn't matter. It's There's a no- creepy, fun, standalone Halloween story. Just uh, island episode where, you know... I mean... Oh, uh, that was a weak one, too. Yeah. Pacey and Jen started getting together in that episode. That was part of it. But this is definitely a standalone, like... You buy this sucker on a VHS, you pop it in on Halloween every, every year. <laughs> VHS... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Grams arrives and she says she's got the scariest story, and that's the time that Jen got locked out of the radio booth. <laughs> and it is definitely creepy because it played the- Marilyn Manson. Oh, <laughs> sweet dreams are made of these. Yeah, that is a creepy song. Uh, and how old is this? The song is like five years old. Well, technically, it's about twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Why do you ask me these questions? Um, uh, I looked it up. It was not of the time. It was very old by now, by then. Um, so Jen uh, is playing the spooky song, and she is working the radio shift, and uh, she's probably freaked out by this because it's nighttime, and there's a scary branch knocking against the <laughs> window. So she goes out. And apparently the college radio plays their radio through the speakers outside, even in the middle of the night. So she's actually in this creepy dark street in the alleyway trying to stop this creepy branch with creepy Marilyn Manson playing over the loudspeakers. And then she sees, um, she hears Jennifer. And, uh, and then she sees a scary mannequin. (laughs) That never happened. Never happened. And the funny thing is that she goes back to the door that she was locked out of, and it, and she's actually able to go inside. And then, okay, this was really weird, right? So she gets back inside. She sees her keys on the board. She's like, oh, my gosh, somebody let themselves in. And then all of a sudden, a body or a mannequin or something falls through the front, the front window. Jen screams, and the story's over. Yeah. That never happened. <laughs> never happened. Yeah, so that was one of my biggest questions. Is like, what happened to Jen? Is she okay? <laughs> uh, and so the episode wraps up with somebody looking through the window and credits. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's get to the good episode now. No, 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 no. Because you know what? We haven't actually talked about this episode yet. Okay. Right? Let's... Because there's trivia behind it. Okay, okay, tell me where James Vanderbeek was while this... Was Here being filmed. Okay. All right. I'm going to blow your freaking mind. Okay. He got married. This, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson's also married in this, in this weird universe. This aired on December 12th, 2001. However, it was 
It's kind of like a Halloween episode, right? Yeah. Well, it was supposed to air on Halloween, but season five was pushed forward after the 9-11 attacks. And this episode was actually supposed to air after The Long Goodbye, which is the episode where Dawson goes home for his father's funeral. Oh. Yeah. Dawson was actually supposed to be gone for this episode because he was in Cape Side. This episode was originally supposed to center around Jen taking over Charlie's nighttime shift for the first time. And the listeners call in with scary stories. So Jen, Jack, and Pacey actually call into the radio station and tell Jen their scary stories. And then we flash back into those different scary stories. So remember that whole thing where I was like, when the hell did Jen get a job at the radio station? (laughs) When did that happen? It was because it was supposed to happen in this episode, which was supposed to air earlier in the season. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because... Oh, okay. Because we got, like, no explanation of Jen. She just... Just yeah. one day, there's a scene where Jen is behind a microphone. Yeah, yeah. I remember she was, like, pay- playing a song for Dawson and whatever. Like, where the hell is she? How the hell is she? Why didn't they let us know about this radio job or whatever? When things, when episodes got pushed ahead, they realized that this episode uh, wasn't going to really work where it was at. So they pushed it further ahead and then made a brand new framing device for the story, doing all sorts of reshoots where Joey and Jack and Pacey are hanging out at Graham's and Graham's uh, showing up to tell Jen's story, which was actually the framing device of the previous story. Like, uh, so, um... And it's funny because during this new reshoot, we get this whole like, oh, of course, <clears throat> Jen and Dawson are away. Uh, I wonder why they're away. And then Pacey says something like, you guys, I want to I want to cook for you. You know, I'm going to cook for you. Maybe in the next episode. What do you think, guys? <laughs> That's because they were trying to make it fit in with the season in this new place. And also, here we have an interesting case where you say goodbye to a character in a previous episode and suddenly she's in the episode <laughs> the next the very next Yeah. Episode. Um, so, um, and also weird thing is Joey's little mini story takes place on Halloween. Um, and since this episode story is supposed to take place on Halloween too, Joey must've called in about an incident that happened to her in the library that night. (laughs) So, eh, that was really fun to find out and wrap my brain around. So, um, I, I'm, I'm sorry if I completely confused you. (laughs) No, I mean, it's not confusing. Um, it just, it still doesn't matter. Because oh. <laughs> none of it happened. You've They're just stories. Everything. I was reading this trivia going, I'm going to blow Steph's mind. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Appetite for Destruction. Yes, the best episode Go ever. Talk, talk about Greatest episode. Really? So, yes. So, Pacey, 18 year old kids around a candlelit dinner. <laughs> That's what's so funny. With the, with the risotto. Risotto. You don't cook it, you build it. Yeah, yeah. Give me the rice and the risotto. <laughs> so, Audrey is wearing an awesome outfit. Mm, okay. And it's a bottle episode. It takes place at Graham's house, and, and Audrey's like, I want to meet Graham's. Graham's is so cool. Y'all always talk about how great Graham's is. Where's Graham's? I want to see yeah, Graham's. Yeah. Graham's, 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 Graham's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Audrey's Audrey's great in this episode because every single time she needs to talk to Joey, she just immediately throws food on herself, <laughs> which is a hilarious every single time. 
So uh, the big thing about this episode is the gang is now reacting to this new change in relationships. The the Jimmy <sighs> Dawson have hit the the gang from Cape Side, and we have to figure out how everything's going to fall into place. Who's going to react? How? <sighs> This this is just it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be bad because the main the main takeaway from it is Aubrey is like Joey. I know you're upset. I know uh, I know you're happy. Dawson is coming to Boston. No, I'm all, I'm all right. I'm okay. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Even though when he said he was going to Boston, her face lit up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just the you know the whole thing where uh, Joey uh, talked to Jen and was like, yeah, you know, you're the best person for him yeah, to help yeah. him. And then like all of a sudden she goes off and sleeps with him, <laughs> you know. Um, I love that. There's all sorts of you know when you have a good, a great ensemble like this, you know, when they're not in, they don't have like someone like Drew bringing the entire scene down. Um, <laughs> It's great to see them get run off into different pairings and to see how they talk to each other, especially mm-hmm. when, you know later on in these other episodes uh, they're kind of split up quite a bit. So um, this episode is hilarious. Yeah, is this the first episode that Anna Anna Frick Fricky? Anna Frick wrote? Do you know who she is? No. Being Human U.S. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's married to Jeremy Carver. Jeremy Carver runs Supernatural. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. She's a name that I recognize probably because I've seen her. And you know what Being Human 90% was? This. Yeah. Just the characters in the house talking. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Being Human U.S. wasn't the greatest. Right. But overall, I really enjoyed that show. And I'm going to enjoy um, that vampire playing Davis Bloom, aka Doomsday, in Smallville season eight when we get there. <laughs> yes, Sam Whitworth. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, anyway, yeah. Oh my gosh, Pacey and uh, Jack together were hilarious. <laughs> I wrote it down. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, they talk about, um, uh, almost, they both talk about how they almost got it on with Jen. Yes. And then they're, and Pace is like, what does it take? And Jack says, oh, he's a virgin and a straight guy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, speaking of Dawson losing his virginity, I was watching Morgan walked through the living room. I was like, Morgan, season five, and Dawson finally lost his virginity. She said, oh, my God, what a loser. <laughs> you know, says says the person who's in college, who's a freshman in college, just like Dawson has never been alone with a boy. But <laughs> in TV terms, that's really sad. In TV terms, God, he should have been late by 15 at least. Yes. Um, yeah, and I love when Joey finds out. She's like, oh, we're just talking about a kiss, right? And Dawson's like, uh... And it's just, I like wrote, uh, the shoe is on the other foot now. Mm. <laughs> How are you going to react to this news, Joey? Hmm. Um, yeah. Although, I gotta say, I, I'm pretty sure that um, Joey is, uh, Joey's doing a little better than Dawson did, so... Um, so yeah, the gang, the gang tries, everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, we should probably go. This is probably not going to work out. I've got something in the oven. Uh, 
But uh, Pacey's not going to budge. He's making a dinner. Everybody's going to sit down and enjoy his risotto. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then to, uh, our- oh, oh go ahead. um, Charlie shows up. Yes. Yeah, he kind of just gets turned away, but he's come back to win Jen back over again. And uh, yeah, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> I love the scene where Jen talks to Joey and that she's like, basically like this boy is constantly getting between us. Like we were building a friendship and we're, it's all like, I'm really worried this we've screwed this up, you know, again. And, uh, Joey says, you're just what Dawson needs right now. Kind of like echoing what she said before, but you know, you can see like Jen's like, like, God, man, you know, why can't we just be like. You know, why does this boy keep coming between us as friends? You know, it's constantly a problem. So, um, and I love how this is like, this whole thing is like turning into season one all over again. I wonder if they're like, let's hit the reset button and let's put Dawson with Jen again. And then Joey is conflicted about it. And (laughs) that worked in season one. Let's see if it works again. Uh, Anyway. Um, And then Dawson continues to say terribly hurtful things to Joey. About Mitch, yeah, like looking at you reminds me of my dead father. Yeah, like good God Almighty, you just cruel, cruel. And Joey's like, if it broke, if it broke my heart, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have any right to say so about how Dawson's feelings have turned. You know, like because of this, like I don't have a right to actually be hurt openly about this. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Yeah, and Audrey knows that on the inside, Joey is just destroyed. Uh, Jack has a tense moment with Jen too. Like he's like, "Oh, you probably seduced Dawson. <laughs> you really just moved things real fast and botched this all up, you know." And uh, you know, Jack's like, "What happened to us as best friends?" And Jen's like, just pretty much calls bullshit on him, even trying to play the best friend again after uh, you know how long they've been kind of separated too because of the stupid frat house business. I do love the little scene where Pacey and Audrey like take a moment. They're like, "We have no drama between us." <laughs> Well, see, you know what I'm wondering? Is is Audrey and Pacey going to become a thing? It's a big flirtation. (laughs) Because they're kind of like verbally sparring. And flirting quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, So basically, I don't know if there's anything else you want to say about this episode. It's just like they basically acknowledge that they're all drifting apart and that they just, you know, they just... Audrey pretty much tells him, like, take a moment to appreciate what you have here. You guys are lucky to have each other. And uh, <laughs> Pacey talks about cooking again. Yeah, Audrey says, oh, oh, Pacey, you can make me a tart anytime. And Pacey says, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> All right. I liked the scene with Dawson and Pacey when Joey, when Joey, no, when Jen is outside with Charlie mm-hmm. and Dawson is like, hey, I'm going to go out there and check on Jen, see if she's okay. And Pacey's like, "Ah, don't be that guy. And Dawson's like, yeah, I I don't care. I'm going anyway. And Pacey's like, well, I would have to. (laughs) Right. Then Joey kind of admits at the end of the episode, like she's been saying fine, fine, fine about all her feelings to everybody. Nobody's believing that she's actually fine. But she actually says to Pacey that she's just the tiniest bit happy that somebody else is going to (laughs) be dealing with Dawson. Um, so I don't know if she was being completely honest with Pacey or what, but yeah, it was a good episode. I liked it. I thought it was outstanding. Yeah. I don't know. The only thing that bothered me was Charlie kind of seemed out of character. It's like he came with his hat in his hand. Yeah. He was like too humble. 
mm-hmm. or, or something. But yeah. we get more of him next of episode. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. I thought that that was the end of him. Mm-hmm. And oh, I even looked up in the IMDb. I was like, oh, no, we still have more episodes of Charlie in him. Okay. Um, so, something wild. Um, we see Bessie again. Yay! <laughs> oh, yeah, Bessie! <laughs> Which Joey seems like to take like 10 minutes with and was like, yeah, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> Pacey, you're going back to Boston? (laughs) (laughs) I like how uh, Pacey and Dawson, like, cross each other on the road. Oh, yeah. As they're talking about each other, pretty much. Mm Mm-hmm. And they set up this whole thing about this. What's this car that Pacey's driving? What you know? Where did he get this car from? Uh, did we find out in this episode? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that his his dad gave it to him. Yeah, it's like an impounded car, and uh, his dad like bought it and gave it to him because he was proud of him, which is awesome. Uh, what did did the Witters get on antidepressants or something? Hey, he was coming around at the end of that. Uh, what is that? The Christmas episode. Um, he was coming around. You know, it's not it's not the best talker, <laughs> but you know. Um, also, we find out in this episode that the uh, the restaurant's name is Revolution, which, which Evolution. Revolution. Revolution. Yeah. Okay. Thought, uh, Pacey's like, hey, you want a job at Revolution? And. Uh, um, they showed the exterior of that restaurant when we first were introduced to it and, and it said, the exterior said Liberty Hall. So all this time I've been calling it Liberty Hall, but I guess it's called Revolution. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, so who do you want to talk about first? Cause there's interesting stuff and then there's, uh, boring stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't remember much about it. So just take off. All right. I'm out of here. Take off with a character. (laughs) Take off talking about a character. All right, all right, all right. So uh, let's talk about, let's get the boring stuff out of the way. Dawson and Jen going back to Cape Side. And they have uh, they have their first fight because um, you know Dawson. It's weird. Dawson Dawson's showing a little spark of that end of season two Dawson that we didn't like very much. I mean, Gail's having a problem with a plumber at a restaurant, and he gets right on the phone with him, and he's like, "Hey, listen, pal, we talked about money, blah 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 blah." Like, and he's like, "I'm coming okay. right down there." Look, I'm the man of the house. I'm gonna handle this now. Yeah, yeah. And then when he comes back and he's like not a fan of Gail and Jen talking to each other, <laughs> and uh, and then he drops the biggest dick line of ever, which is like, "How could you talk to me about parents when you don't even talk to yours?" <laughs> which uh, Jen, you know, pretty much walks away from him about that one because, yeah, f you, Dawson. <laughs> that was a dick, dick to say. But uh, you know, Gail, Gail like re- reassures him that she's fine and she wants Dawson to move on and that uh, and she's proud of him. Yada yada yada. Builds Dawson's confidence up again, and he goes back to make up with Jen in her very cute little orphan Annie pajamas. Uh, <laughs> tells her that she's beautiful, and boom, just like a Cameron Crowe movie, apology is accepted immediately. <laughs> uh, you had me at hello. <laughs> and then we get Dawson and Jen snuggling in front of a fire, naked, and I just, I'm just not ready for this yet. I'm not ready. I'm gouging my eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not 
saying Dawson and Joey snuggling naked in front of a fire would be any better. Uh, maybe I just have a problem with James Van Beek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why it's taken five seasons for Dawson to lose his virginity because yeah. America didn't want to see the, the boy is too pure. I don't think I was like when Pacey was having sex with Miss Jacobs on the beach in the first season as like a what a sixteen year old boy. I wasn't ready to see that either. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, Pacey gets a raise at, at Revolution because, you know, he's doing good work. Here's a holiday bonus. Thanks for not telling my wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Audrey gets a job. What do you think? Danny going to hit on her? Of course. Danny's going to go after her? It's a matter of time. Like Next episode yeah. is happening. Meanwhile, uh, Joey gets an A from Professor Wilder and gets a nice big hug from him. Inappropriate. Don't stop. No. Mm-hmm. He is too nice to her. What does he get out of being so friendly to her? What's he get out of it? He's so confusing because in the next episode, he confuses things even more. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it more in the next episode. We have to talk about uh, the uh, the uh, the return of uh, other Joey <laughs> to the scene uh, because they go to the they go to this uh, big club. Joey's got you know, Joey wants Joey to cut loose a little bit. Makes a little pact with her that they're both going to kiss a boy by the end of the night. <laughs> Ooh, so wild, kiss a boy. <laughs> <laughs> That was wild back in 2001. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> These days, they would have kissed each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's funny. Like, she immediately challenges some rando walking by and Joey's like, uh, my, my tongue hasn't healed. <laughs> you, what's wrong with your tongue? Um, so they do see a kissable boy playing bass on stage. Uh, it is Charlie the Jerk. Um, <laughs> he has returned. And then immediately Audrey is up on stage singing with them again, this time singing uh, a heavy version of Son of a Preacher Man, which uh, Busy Phillips did sing this song, but she's pretty bad at lip syncing herself. I think. <laughs> It was really, I was like, you don't know how you move your mouth to that? It must be, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie is very interested in Joey because of the whole hair behind the ear thing, which, God, hair behind the ear thing. It's just, it's just a thing. It just makes guys melt. Oh, so, so Joey Potter. Um, and then Joey tells Charlie, basically, I know who you are. I know what you did last summer. And uh, after a chat with Pacey to, for other Joey to come out, because we get a little like, hey, remember when you sang on my own, like in, in the first season? It was awesome. And we played caused Dawson to, <laughs> yeah, it caused Dawson to fall in love with you as he yeah. looked at you through his camera. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, we need other Joey to show up again. And then, uh, boom, she's up on stage singing, I want you to want me, which is awesome. Um, and Pacey introduces Audrey to other Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love the, I, I love how they keep talking about other Joey. Like, like she is an actual person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, this is going to be like a fight club thing <laughs> pretty soon, you know? Joey's like, Joey wakes up somewhere. I was like, how did I get here? Where's my mind? Um, so, yeah, uh, Joey is in sheer joy when she goes up to stage 
uh, after Rocket Out. And uh, I love this moment we have with her where the camera's kind of spinning around her. And she is just, like, just full of, like, uh, like oh, my gosh, that happened. And that was so amazing, you know? Like, we've I think we've all been there before, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. not on stage or anything like that. But, like, so, like, oh, my gosh, that was the best thing ever. I will never forget that experience. And I love that. And then uh, Charlie comes back and she gives him a kiss. And we're all like, no! No, don't. <laughs> Don't let that slime ball fool you. And then Audrey, like, plays perfect wingman by being like, oh, Pacey, I think Joey left. Uh, let's go. <laughs> because it turns out that Joey wants a cool rider. <laughs> or at least other Joey wants a cool rider. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, other Joey wants a cool rider, but uh, Joey isn't interested. So uh, Charlie and his child's bike helmet drive off. <laughs> Is that what we say? Bye-bye, Charlie. No more Charlie? Nope. More Charlie? More Charlie. Oh, okay. So that's it for that episode. And sleeping arrangements, not a ton to talk about here, I don't think. Well, just that, uh, just like how, uh, Jen, she, she's very guarded it, it doesn't really trust guys because mm-hmm. of the way she's been treated and I guess her father issues. Um, and then Robin. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm listening <laughs> like, to this. Are you listening intently to my, I am. Okay. I'm and focused. then, uh, because Jen, her, her, uh, the therapy sessions that she had earlier in this season are really paying off because, what season. was that last season? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Tom Frost, not good no. enough for Dawson. What? Doctor Tom Frost, not good enough for Dawson. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so, what? She's at the radio station, and she's the- about to play Tenacious D's "Explosivo," and that is a great song. I was excited about hearing it, and then she never plays it. <laughs> so instead, she starts taking questions. Yeah. And she's given love advice or sex advice, love advice, I guess. Yeah. And she's and like sex advice, yeah, while Grams and Dawson listen to Dawson are listening. I was like, Oh my god, this is so awkward. This is so embarrassing. Oh. I mean, like I couldn't if I could have not been any more embarrassed mm-hmm. this situ- for all of them. Mm-hmm. So Dawson hears Jen say that, you know, oh, all men are gonna leave. There are, only yeah, so you can give them a lot of sex, but you know that only keeps them interested so long. And Dawson's like, "Wait a minute, that's us." <laughs> but he surprises us by saying that he's not going to fight with her, no matter how hard she pushes him away. Yeah, and so it's like we get like these two episodes back to back, where it's like Dawson acts like a complete jerk, and Jen's like, "I'm not leaving," and then Jen has some questionable opinions about relationships that might make Dawson worry, or at least any other guy worry. And then Dawson immediately is like, nope, you're not getting rid of me. So I think like the writers are probably trying to tell us that um, this is a strong relationship? Question mark? Uh-huh, maybe. So is your makeup your protection against uh, <laughs> the world? Do you wear your makeup as a shield? N- 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 no. No. Uh-uh. Second question, would you share your toothbrush with your Oh, that's disgusting. Yes, we have a child. <laughs> We've been married for an extremely long time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that's when he Chances when, are you've exchanged saliva at least once. Yes. 
that you know when you go to brush your teeth you pick up your toothbrush yes. and it's wet you're like oh my god that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> Burn it. Yeah, burn it. Oh, and if they drop on the floor, oh no! Time for a new toothbrush. I will. So gross. With my fingers today. All right. So that's happened. Uh, so we have the return of the lovely Jennifer Morrison to Dawson's Creek. I'm just like, oh man, I wish she was on the show more. Yeah, okay. She's not, she's not, I mean, like, she has no story. We don't know much about her. I know, but like, that's that, that, even that moment where she comes in the restaurant while Doss, well, sorry, Pacey's talking to Audrey. Uh huh. Look at her just light the screen up, like, yards away from the actual conversation. Yeah. And I kind of like this relationship they have. They're like, yeah, we're not going to be together. But we really like kissing each other, <laughs> and we really had, we really had a good time last summer. <laughs> yeah. But I'm extremely busy. But I like giving you hugs and kissing on you and stuff, <laughs> spending the night with you. <laughs> um, oh, oh, uh, Audrey does get some sort of uh, advances from Danny, but uh, Audrey says that he's old enough to be her father. Hopefully shuts him down for good. Um, and Pacey's got this choice: Am I going to take off on the boats and uh, you know perhaps uh, be hooking up with this uh, delightful, uh, beautiful, uh, charming girl that should be on the show more, or am I going to stay in Boston and just you know keep working, working at this restaurant where I've gotten a lot of respect? And- yes, Pacey loves boats. Yeah. And it would be a bigger boat. It would be the Greek Isles. But mm-hmm. he's, you know, you have to be an adult and you have to stick with your commitments. Mm-hmm. Danny has invested a lot of time in him and he can't just, you know, up and leave. Yeah. Although Danny does like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure he was, he was hurt. Right. When Pacey was like, yeah, I gotta go. And, and Danny just like gives him like, it was just a nice send off, you know, but it's quick. It's like, all right, it was, that's done yeah. And see ya. I got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what I, f- I figured it was kind of a ego thing. And we do have a nice little flirty scene between Pacey and Audrey, where Audrey uh, says that Pacey is definitely in love with her, um, but she's not in love with him because he's boring. <laughs> and that he, and that he's just not her type, and that um, she's his type because... Uh, she's got breasts. She's got breasts. <laughs> Any person with breasts is a guy's type or whatever, you know? Yeah, she says guys don't have types. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do guys have types? Uh, I mean, I guess so. Like, I look at my, I look over my extended amount of conquests, and, uh, I think to myself, they're of the similarities, and there are some similarities, you know? Um, but, uh, no, I don't know. (laughs) The personalities are very, very different. (laughs) So, I don't know. Maybe, uh, guys, write in. We don't have an address. Okay, bye. Uh... Uh, so anyway, moving on. Jennifer Morrison being charming, lovely, beautiful. Pacey hooks up with her again. And, uh, then she leaves the boat and, uh, we have to say goodbye to Jennifer Morrison. That's it? On the show again. No, no more. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'm going to have to start that once upon a time watch. <laughs> so I need some more Jennifer Morrison in my life. 
Anyway. Or maybe she'll show up on iZombie. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, the gang gets together to say goodbye to Pacey. It's very nice and everything. They even get him a sextant. Of what? A sextant. <laughs> it's a thing that you can use to find your, it's like a, it's like compass sort of cat deal. It was like a ship thing for directions or something. I did not know that it was called that. They actually named it a sextant. They said a sextant. Okay. Anyway. Um, I don't think we're ever going to get a, uh, a, a, a concrete answer on where Pacey's been living and how he's been living on this boat for the last few months, but we do know that since Pacey's turned down this job, he is not living on the boat anymore. <laughs> and, uh, he's not running anymore. He's going to stick with his commitments. And, uh, he's offered a place to stay at Graham's and Pacey says, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too many people in that house. <laughs> yeah, I am good. <laughs> Oh, was this the episode that Jack with uh Yeah, Jack moved out, so there were moved room. out moved and moved in but Jack moved out, but Dawson moved into Jack's room. Actually he moved to the attic. Oh he moved into the attic because Jack hasn't moved out yet. Okay, so Jack moves out yeah. and suddenly Jack has the greatest room in the house because All by his himself. Yeah. Hmm. What's is up with that? Is that how you get a room to yourself in a fraternity? Fellas, if you are introverted, <laughs> you don't want to deal with other people. Just pretend you're gay. Who cares? You know, uh, you'll get your own room. Uh, more girls will think you're, uh, uh, you know, safe to talk to. Um, you know, whatever. You'll, you'll have, uh, you'll, you'll have privacy. But uh, anyway, Jack is kind of hurt by this, obviously, and it's perfectly, actually, uh, 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 real. Oh my gosh, it's late, and I'm tripping over my words left. Yeah. <laughs> but that uh, that frat brother looked like he was 36 years old. <laughs> oh, you mean Blossom or Eric? Eric's the guy that was, you know, a secret homophobe or not uh-huh. secret. He's like trying to figure himself out. Am I a homophobe? Maybe. <laughs> I just don't want people thinking I'm gay. Is that homophobic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- that whole like awkward opening scene where Jack's like starting to put it together and Blossom is like, listen, I'm really sorry, but you know, Eric didn't want a room with you. So he's moved in with me. And I'm like, if you're so full of sympathy, Blossom, the guy that brought Jack into this fraternity in the first place, why don't you room with Jack? <laughs> Why don't you, why don't you room with Jack? Uh, yeah. I don't get it. Um, so, uh, yeah, Jack kind of hands in his keys and then Eric, um, stops him outside the frat house and says he wants to be his roommate after all. And Jack says, I'll think about it. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, we're going to end this ep- episode on the lamest story. <laughs> I know. I realized that. George McFly. <laughs> <laughs> so... I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. Will Audrey and Pacey hook up? What next will they throw at Jen and Dawson? What will keep Dawson and Joey away from each other? (laughs) What? Okay. Will we see Oliver? Was that his name? Oliver? You mean Elliot? Elliot. I just him George McFly because he's George McFly. Will we see Elliot at film school? 
Oh, wait. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, the guy um, that Dawson met. Um, I think his name is Oliver. Okay. See, Elliot Sawyer is the guy that's George McFly. Who is George McFly? George McFly is the father of Marty McFly. Uh, he actually got together with his... Oh, oh. Of the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Yes! And be, oh, Crispin yeah. Glover. Yes. So the, He's got this... The guy that's got the Crispin Glover thing going on. I want to yeah. say, that's not a good thing. <laughs> it's kind of a creepy thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, not attractive. So we did meet him for like a brief moment. He gets blown off by Joey at the uh, the party in the like the first episode. episode. Yeah. So uh, Joey finds out that after the party, he actually escorted Audrey back to her room, and she's thinking that Audrey ended up uh, you know adding him to another notch on her bedpost. But it turns out that uh, uh, Elliot sat all night with her, brought her home because she was drunk, and then sat all night and talked with, talked about Joey with her. <laughs> Okay, on one hand, I like this revisionist history. This, um, we think we know what happened, but that's not what happened. You like, okay, you like this revisionist history? Yeah, I drop all sorts of awesome knowledge about four scary stories, and you're like, (laughs) I really don't care. Yeah, that didn't matter. But this, it's, on one hand, it's kind of neat that we think we know what happened, but that's not, it's not how it went down. And on the other hand, that's really creepy that Audrey went to sleep with a strange boy in her room. <laughs> wait, wait. Are we talking about Audrey? <laughs> Audrey's kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, he's harmless. Um, yeah. And I kind of alluded to this earlier in, in our podcast, but the biggest thing about this is this is, a, this is a relationship that was set up by Professor Wilder, who all along we've been suspecting has some sort of secret thing for Joey. And so why would he set her up with Ellie? Yeah. Why would the professor care what students like what students? That's... Crossing boundaries. Then he might be discouraging this. Um, But then again, maybe he's like, I have to get this Lolita out of my... I have to stop thinking about her. I'll pair her up with this, uh, you know, this guy in a class and, you know, he's harmless. Uh, So I don't have to think about her anymore. I don't know. It's so weird. I don't know. So, yeah, they go get... Elliot and Joey go get coffee. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be, man, just look at this guy. He's just, this is going to be like a huge relationship for Joey. Uh, you think so? I don't know. They're too much alike. Because they're like both all shucks. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you this awkward story, you know. They're, yeah. I've got the best idea. What? What if, go with the year. Okay. What if there's a dance? Oh, no. No. That Joey goes to with Professor Wilder because he's a chaperone. He needed to bring Joey to the dance. There were, you know, he, and uh, anyway, they get to the dance in the parking lot. And suddenly, Professor Wilder starts putting the moves hard on Joey. Like, it's turning into a bit of a rapey situation. Suddenly, Elliot opens the door, grabs <laughs> Professor, and says, Get your damn hands off of her. And then knocks him out. No. That wouldn't work. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? That It could happen. It oh. could happen. It's a possibility. <laughs> of course, Elliot could train like an army of rats to go after Professor Wilder. <laughs> uh, anyway. 
any other Crispin Glover movies we want to refer to before we get out of here? Oh, no. <laughs> right. 93 episodes down, 35 episodes to go. 35 episodes to go. Oh, I'm going to be so sad. Uh, uh, we, next... we have, we'll have Hellcats to keep us busy, though. <laughs> yeah. Cheerleaders. Cheerleaders are always a good distraction. Next time on We Don't Want to Wait, uh, our four episodes are Something Wilder. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Gorilla Filmmaking, Downtown Crossing, and In a Lonely Place. Okay, is Gorilla spelled like G-U-E or is G-U-E. it G- or G-O? Or are we going to the zoo? It's not a zoo <laughs> thing, I don't think, <laughs> unless they're being, you know, tricksy with their spellings. But it, it is spelled G-U-E. Okay. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I've uh, I've kind of been spoiled on one of these episodes, and uh, things are going to be um, things are going to be a little serious next week. I think I, I I'm only slightly spoiled, so I have a, have a vague like I've been vaguely spoiled that something something's going to happen. <laughs> Jen and Dawson will break up. I, if that's what you think, somebody somebody dies. Oh no! Wait, somebody's already died. We not another death. Uh. I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure like one of these episodes did um uh, have does have some controversy around. Oh right, no! I'm talking about it. I'm done. Okay, let's go watch them. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, see you guys next week. Uh, we don't want to wait. Bye. Bye. Oh, and, uh, here's uh, Busy Phillips. Here you go. Audrey's excited about her new job, and Audrey's excited about something. How do we ever get through high school without that girl? Tell me everything is alright Guess and tell me everything is alright